eventually, especially after lots of errors, eventually I finally figured out, okay, there is a way to make this work. And then the website just went from zero to like a hundred unique visitors to thousands of unique visitors wow. every single day. It just really blew up. Welcome to Unbreakable Success. This is your virtual mastermind for your business and your life. My name is Aaron Keith Hawkins and I have over 20 years of leadership experience as a public servant and as an entrepreneur. And now, my business is your success. Each episode gives you the experts and perspectives to make sure you succeed in mind, body, and wealth. You know, I so appreciate the fact that you're a listener of Unbreakable Success and the fact that you're here listening leads me to believe that you probably recognize that our success is totally dependent on what we give our loyalty to. And did you know that there are five, there's a set of five specific habits that are really having a powerful daily impact on how you succeed in your business and life each and every day. If you'd like to learn more, I'd love to give you the opportunity to discover what those five habits are and challenge yourself to take a closer look at how they're actually impacting your personal and professional success. If you're up for the challenge, go ahead and visit me at unbreakablechallenge.com where you'll get five days of actionable coaching and challenges to help you make sure that you're setting the stage for universal success in your business and life. It's totally free and it's my gift to you just for being a subscriber to Unbreakable Success. I'll see you there at unbreakablechallenge.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Unbreakable Success. I'm so excited to bring you today's interview with today's guest. He's absolutely amazing, really amazing guy. Ashley Davis, he's the founder and CEO of Skyline Social, and he is an online marketing genius, especially when it comes to social media. Um, Believe me, when I tell you, today's episode is as much a training session as it is an interview. So put your entrepreneurial learning hats on, get a pen, a pad, and take some notes because, Ash, I'm I'm still blown away. I've already completed this interview, but I'm blown away by how generous and how genuine Ashley is and how much he shared with with us so that you can enhance and seriously impact the quality of your your marketing efforts to grow your business. Uh, This guy is one of those people that's just a complete giver and I'm humbled to have him on the show. So glad he took me up on the opportunity. So I'm not gonna take up any more of this time because I really want you to meet Ashley. He's such a great guy. You're gonna love him. So let's go. All right, Ashley, welcome to Unbreakable Success. Thank you so much for showing up and being willing to give us some good stuff today. How is it down there in Miami? Hey, Aaron, it's fantastic to be on the show. Really, really happy uh, to be here. And it's actually pretty good here in Miami. It's it's sunny, <laughs> which is great because normally it's raining like all the time. Yeah. So it's good to see the sun out today. So it's a pretty good day. <laughs> nice. Well, listen, um, I know you have a lot of good stuff you want to share today. Uh, but before we get into that, can we get a little bit, just let everybody know what your backstory is um, and how yeah. you've, your sort of your condensed version of your entrepreneurial journey up to what you're doing yeah. today? Sure, sure. So um, it, it kind of started, um, I'd say, over, yeah, just over 10 years ago uh, when I was at school. I actually uh, built a website for myself 
uh, as a hobby uh, more than anything else because I was really into you know um, you know websites and the internet and you know how can we actually do something on the internet and publish something you're interested in and I was like a massive video game fan back nice. when I was a kid I used to play video <laughs> games all the time so um, I built a website about video games just for fun really I wasn't really expecting anything to happen and uh, I realized that after I spent all this time and hard work building this website no one knew it existed so it was wow. kind of like what's the point of all this work that I put into this website if no one knows that it's actually there? So that's when I thought, you know, I'm not going to just do all this work for nothing. Yeah. Let me figure out how can I get, you know, people that are interested in the same games as me, the same consoles, how can I get them going to my website and just build up a community? And that's when I taught myself, you know, internet marketing, SEO, uh, wow. through a lot of trial and error. Eventually, especially after lots of errors, eventually I finally figured out, okay, there is a way to make this work. And then the website just went from zero to like a hundred unique visitors to thousands of unique visitors wow. every single day. We had thousands of people joining like every single month. It, it just really blew up. And then it reached the point where this company, I was in the UK at the time. Yeah. And then this company in America basically saw the website everywhere, all over Google. And they said, hey, you know, we've seen you guys everywhere. We, we just want to buy you out <laughs> because we want to have access to this brand, to this you know, yeah. domain and all this. So um, being, I think I was 16 at the time, they offered a, a pretty good <laughs> price to buy it. And I was like, yeah, sure, take it. All right, I have <laughs> to pause just... you right there. I got I to make sure I'm hearing you right. You were, fi you were 16 years old when yeah, you, yeah. you built this site. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and this is this had to be what? You said 10 years, so around 2007 or so? Yeah, I think um, around 2006, um, I think that's when I started. And I think I sold it in 2007. Yeah. Wow. And and so how did you, did you have any knowledge with programming or, or SEO or uh, any of that stuff beforehand? Yeah, I did kind of dabble in a few things. So because I was a, you know, I was a kid, I had no budget. Right. I couldn't spend any money <laughs> to hire developers yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I kind of taught myself, how can I build a website? How can I, you know, get up and running? Eventually, it reached the point where the website itself started making money as it was getting traffic. So then I could hire other people to sort of okay. do the techie stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, I dabbled in it, but, you know, that that's not my, that's not really what I enjoy. I don't enjoy right. writing code and all, all that kind of stuff. I prefer just to do the, the marketing side of things and just building traffic, getting people going to the website. That That's what wow. really excites me. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, was that, um, you said it start, the site actually started making money it was a video game site but was it from ad revenue yeah, from ad revenue so okay. it had traffic and then we just put adverts we put affiliate links as well so we had links okay. to amazon and other websites and it just started to make a, a little bit of money um i really had no idea what i was doing it was kind of just <laughs> just testing see what works see what doesn't work uh and eventually you know just trying things seeing what doesn't work and what does you just get better and yeah. better at, at doing stuff that's amazing now who now i love the story because the, i'm sure there's, there's so many people out there who are just dying about you know what do i do with seo and how do i get traffic to my site the bloggers and the coaches and the speakers and authors and everybody else who's trying to do what you did as a 16 year old kid we're going to yeah. try not to be mad at you for figuring <laughs> it out as you yeah. were playing video games yeah but where were you getting your where were you learning from? Because obviously, like you said, you had to figure things out and you had yeah. to have somewhere to start. Where were you getting your tips? And so um, honestly, you can get so much from Google. I started out just Googling things, you know, just, right. just looking on Google, reading lots of blogs, watching videos, just seeing what other people who were experts at this stuff, what they were doing and just learning from them. Wow. Eventually, um, I reached the point where 
there's only so much you can get in terms of free information so there was this paid course that was also giving out how to you know rank higher on google how this whole thing works so i actually spent a little bit of money with that course to actually learn and that really jumpstart everything you know yeah. it, it sort of propels you forward when you actually pay for that sort yeah. of information so I'm, I'm a big believer in like paying for courses and yeah. things that actually teach you stuff because i know it can just yeah. save so much time and really get you to where you want to go so um it was just yeah just just going online and looking at what's out there looking at who's the best and just really trying to you know copy them and learn from them yeah. and uh, just just actually trying it yourself because there's only so much you can learn and yeah. then if you don't apply anything it's kind of pointless right Absolutely. so you have to actually take action and apply and i think the biggest things that i learned was when i actually would go and do the work and then i would see what works and what what doesn't work okay wow yeah. so you were Man, a lot of trial and error, and I, lo yeah. I love that you bring up an important point because there is so many, there's so many free resources out there. Yeah. I mean, I have free stuff I give out. I'm sure I know yeah. you have free stuff. You got some great articles and blogs and things, but yeah. there does seem to be a threshold in, yeah. in any industry where, Absolutely. at a certain point, you're you're only going to get so much for free, and yeah. it, it is sometimes um, you do have to recognize that you're going to have to invest in some, in something if yeah. you're going to get things to that next level, which is what you did. And obviously Absolutely. you did it right because people started throwing cash at you at 16 years old to, yeah. <laughs> to get, to get yeah, my, my parents were like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I hope this isn't illegal <laughs> or anything like that. But I was like, no, no, it's fine. It's just the internet. So nice. <laughs> no, all right, that's, that's amazing. That, well, what, what would you say was your, what was the biggest contributing factor to you? succeeding at that what was your, what was something you were doing that other kids and other adults at that point and even now maybe aren't doing or aren't doing enough so th there's lots of little things that you do each day that sort of build up and you know help you get better and better results but i do think there was one thing that really stood out that i think um I didn't realize that this was so powerful until many years later, but I just sort of did it and it was creating content. So the content okay. on the video game websites that I would have, um, I would update them like pretty much every day. I would have the latest news. I would have, you know, reviews of games. I would just have so much content on there. Um, and eventually I, I could only do so much. So I started to get other people to contribute their content on the website as well. I didn't know what I was doing. That I didn't know that was actually content marketing as, as we know today. I yeah. just wanted to provide value to people and help people and I just created content. And it just happened that creating content was what Google loved and it you know helps you rank higher on Google. And it's what the people love as well. If you have great content, it really um, sort of gets people interested in what it is that you do. So the content is, I think, such a, a key component of everything that you do. And I think if anyone's starting out and they want to, you know, start getting some traffic, they want to get some traction in the in their own business, mm -hmm. create content. It doesn't cost anything to create yeah. any content. You, you know, you can start a blog, you can record videos on YouTube. There's so many different ways you can create content, but just get started and, and actually do it. I think that can, you know, have some massive impacts on, on your business and entrepreneurial journey. Brilliant. I, I love that you said that because I've, I wasn't going to go into this question, but I, I have to yes. jump on this. <laughs> I, I've read, and of course, there's conflicting information on everything yeah. out there, especially as yeah. we said before, when you're reading free information. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we have to filter yeah. some of the stuff through the lens yeah. of the fact that it is, it is free. We don't know how good, yeah. good the information is. But yeah. what's your take on this? Because there are some places and some people that will preach that you don't really need to have that much consistent content. Um, yeah. You just need to have really good content and maybe not so much of it. 
but just yeah. push it out there to more locations versus having a consistent stream of mm-hmm. we'll assume it's good content yeah uh, where, where, where's the line between uh, continuously generating content which a lot of people yeah. freak out because of how much time it takes especially yeah. if they're yeah. they're kind of playing both sides of the fence where they're still right. working their nine to five and then they're doing their entrepreneurial yeah. thing on the side where's that line do you think between just putting good content out there every once in a while versus nailing it consistently yeah. In terms of doing what we're looking to do here, which is getting yeah. some some uh, some juice as far as uh, yeah. driving traffic to our websites. Absolutely. I think consistency is really important. If I wasn't consistent at the time uh, when it comes to, um, you know, posting different things each day on on uh, on those websites that I used mm-hmm. to have, I don't think we would have got the, the same kind of results. Now, quality, it has to be consistent and have good quality as well. Right. That's also important. But at the same time, you don't have to be consistent in everything. Like you don't have to be consistent in creating videos all the time, creating blogs all the time. You can just focus on one thing. Okay. Be consistent in one thing, and then once you've got good at that, you can add something else to that afterwards. So right. there's a lot of people, that, you know, entrepreneurs that just start out and they just do one thing. It could be video, it could be Instagram. It's just one thing that they focus on. They get really good at that, mm-hmm. and they're consistent in that, and then they add other things to to the mix as and when they can. But as a minimum, you need to have one thing that you can be consistent in. I think to to really propel you forward. Okay. Well, let me. Uh, I'm going to do a follow-up question on that. Then, do you think the if if people pick one thing, is that something they should stick with for? Let's say they decide they're going to do video, and yeah. they have an idea for maybe half a dozen videos, and they're going to knock those out. Should they stick with video for a specific period of time, or would you suggest maybe they do a video one day or one week, and then a blog post, and then you know, some audio and some other mm. things. Where, where's your stance on that as far as the, the type of content? Yeah, so I would personally prefer to be consistent with one thing initially and say it's a video, do that each month or each week or as often as you can. And then once you get in the habit of that, then add something else into that. But if you, I think if you spread yourself too thin, I mean, the same thing applies with social media, which is what we do now in our company. If you join all the social media channels, you can end up uh, spreading yourself too thin if you don't have the time and resources to actually be active on all those channels. So the right. same thing can happen if if you're doing a video here and a blog post there, maybe a podcast here, and it's just really, you know, it's just here and there, there's no sort of consistency with it. You can end up spreading yourself too thin and not really get any momentum on any of those channels. So I think it's better to focus on one thing and do that consistently and mm-hmm. then add other things, you know, other mediums that you could also work on in the future. And something else that is also worth mentioning is, you know, when it comes to deciding, should you do videos, should you do blogs, you know, what what's best for you? I always tend to think, who is it that you're targeting and what is it that they are interested in? What do they mm-hmm. consume? Because it's really about your your customers and, and your clients is, is what are they going to be most interested in and how can you be on the same platform and the same medium that right. they are going to be, you know, consuming your content. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that because, I mean, we hear so much these days that video is king and you need to be doing Facebook Lives yeah. and, and YouTube Lives <laughs> and, you know, uh, everything else uh, on Instagram yeah. Live and everybody has something live these yeah. days, which is great. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, you bring up an important point that depending on your particular industry, yeah. what are your people looking for? So, yeah, exactly. So exactly. let's get back to um, I, I love the story about your your, your growth. <laughs> I, was, I still can't get over that as a teenager that you that you 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 built this you built this uh, profession 
I'm sure you weren't even realizing you were doing it at the time. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> how have you evolved since then? So you, you sold that the video game website, and then what right. was your progression up to uh, up to so, Skyline Social today? Yeah. So uh, qu quite a lot happened. So after we, uh, well, after I sold the the websites, um, part of the contract was that I couldn't build any more websites about video games. Okay. So I had to start something new. And forever. Uh, it was uh, not forever, just okay. for a few years. Right, but then, good. as a side point, I kind of got bored of video games after a few <laughs> years anyway but okay. whatever so essentially i had to figure out okay what where else am i going to do do okay. next and it was at the same time that a lot of friends and family started to notice what i was doing and they're like hey i've i've got a business could you maybe help me with my business and getting more customers online mm -hmm. and i thought yeah sure you know wh why not and that's when i started a business sort of uh, I guess helping other businesses, other small businesses really grow their, their customer, customer base using the internet, using SEO, all of that kind of stuff. And in 2008, that, that's when I actually started. Um, it wasn't called Skyline Social at the time, but I started mm -hmm. sort of like a, a web design and marketing and development company. We, we sort of did everything. Um, and it was a, a pretty long journey from where we were doing everything to where we are now, where we just specialize in one thing. Okay. Um, so yes, that's kind of the, how we sort of evolved into video games, into an actual business that helps other businesses yeah. to where we are now. We just sort of evolved over time and ended up doing uh, so social media. Brilliant. So Skyline Social is now, your focus right now is social yeah. media, which is, is the, yeah. the meat and potatoes of the business today, which is yeah. really great because... I guarantee everybody listening right now is in some way, <laughs> shape, or form on social. Yeah. So, what's sure. uh, what's the the condensed version of what you do for your clients and and people that even if they aren't clients, people that visit your site, what can they expect from yeah. you? So um, over the time, we've we've tried to really help people with what it is that they actually need. Mm -hmm. um, so we started off Skyline Social doing lead generation. Um, I, I was under the impression the main thing that other businesses want is more leads, you know, getting more people into their into their sales and marketing funnels so they, they can get more clients. And yes, that is really important. And a lot of businesses need that. But what I all also realized is that we had clients that were getting lots of leads, but they didn't know what to do with those leads. They didn't know... <laughs> Uh, how to follow up with them or what they should say and then what we've started to do now is really help them from start to finish say okay this is what you need to do to generate leads and this is what you need to do to convert leads into paying customers because a lead isn't a paying customer it's just right. a lead right until you convert them so we now help people with the lead generation side and the lead conversion side just so that they can get you know the, the best results which essentially is is them growing their business getting more customers mm -hmm. and and that kind of stuff. So, you know, just through, you know, trial and error, we sort of just learned that that's something that people really need. Uh, and then we deliver that service rather than just doing lead generation. So, so now I'd say we focus on lead generation mm -hmm. and lead conversion and just helping people with, with the strategy, just how can they actually do that? How does it work? What do they need to do? What channels do they need to be on? What channels are their target audience on? You know, all that kind of stuff so they can have a plan that takes them from A to B. Nice. Well, that's that's brilliant, and uh, and I'm assuming the the majority of the lead generation that you work on right now is from social media. Yes, exactly, okay. exactly. So, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so our listener is a is a an entrepreneur looking to get more leads. They're on yeah. social, maybe firing off on Facebook here and there. Yeah. Uh, maybe some Twitter automation here and there, but they have no plan. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Just all over the place. Where do you exactly. help when so somebody comes in and? and you know, wants to have this conversation, yeah. where do you tell them? Because I'm sure you're telling me, you need to hit the pause button for a minute, take a deep breath. Yeah. And yeah. where do we where do we start 
in yeah. turning this into something tangible to grow someone's business. Yeah. So, so the, the biggest mistake that I see is that people come to us or people have tried social media in the past and all they've really done is post social media updates on their channels. Now, posting so social media channels is great. It's a great way to build awareness. It's a great way to connect with your community and those that are following you. But it doesn't sort of get you in front of new people in a consistent and scalable way. So the first thing we want to do um, is see how can we get you in front of your target audience mm -hmm. um, and how can we really offer, offer the people in your target audience something they would really be interested in okay. um, so that's how we essentially generate leads so it could be a free guide it could be a webinar it could be you know any any sort of content that they can consume for free that's going to be interesting to them that's the first step to generate a lead and most businesses don't have a system to consistently generate leads every day every week and every month and that's the first system we want to set up for them once they have that system the next system is a system to follow up with the leads to convert them into paying customers so um, the way that we do that is usually through some form of email marketing mm -hmm. and again we build up a relationship with them through emails we send them more content we build up more trust more likability and eventually reach the point where we actually can sell to them something but we don't just jump straight to the sale you have to right. build up a relationship first with them and again that's something else a lot of people don't do they just go out there on social media sell 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 mm -hmm. they don't get great results they wonder why and it's because you sold too soon you need to build up a relationship first and then sell to them yeah beautiful um well let's let's jump back to that then so you have i'm assuming you have somebody wants to they want to offer something free uh, yeah. if they're in fitness maybe they have some free workout guys if they're yeah. uh, nutritionists some free recipes you yeah. name it exactly now, yeah how far do they go with it i mean what, what do you normally suggest for that for your clients to do because should they have just one lean generation tool should it just be a one page guide should it be that 30 page ebook that kind of feels awkward sometimes should it be a <laughs> webinar uh, yeah. what what should they do should they just is that another thing that they should stick to one thing or should they yeah. add a variety of of options for people yeah, um, so in, in my experience, it really depends because mm -hmm. uh, it, it's kind of what are your target audience most likely to be interested in. And it also comes down to is how well do you know your target audience and how well do you know the kind of things that they would be interested in consuming? So mm -hmm. um, for some people, they love eBooks. For others, they just want a checklist. For others, they want a video. Others, they, they prefer a webinar. There's so many different things. What you can now do and something we've been doing a lot with our clients is actually test different offers. Mm -hmm. and just see what works best so you actually don't even need to create the content yet you can go on facebook and say i am thinking of creating a guide on you know <laughs> blah 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 or you can go on twitter and say i'm thinking of creating a video on this topic okay. you can reach out to people and say is this something you'd be interested in if so just reply back with your email or just click here to enter your email and wow. you can start generating leads without even having any content and then that way you know is this something people are interested in or not and if it is, great, then you create the content. If it's not, then you work on something else. So that's what we've been doing a lot now to just test because clients come to us and they say, I, I don't know. I don't know what people are going to be interested in. So right. I say, okay, rather than just not doing nothing, let's just test something and, and see what happens, right? Uh, and that, that's what we've been doing and it's been working pretty well. Brilliant, okay. So once once they have their, their, um, their freebie, let's call it, to yep. draw some people in, then you get them in a into a follow up sequence. I'm assuming with uh, exactly with an yeah. email marketing service. Yeah. Now, how Spot. in depth? Now I've seen. Uh, I'm sure you have. I've seen these things yeah. run the gamut. From yeah. you know, you get your free ebook, let's say, and then yeah. you get an email saying thanks yeah. for 
thanks for opting in and taking my free yeah. ebook. Here's my item for sale. Or maybe here's a webinar and then something yeah. for sale. What is, yeah. at what point is it overkill? Do you need a sequence of 10 emails or uh, following up with yeah. this free thing? Or is just two or three enough? Or is that another case of it depends? Yeah, so it does depend, <laughs> but I'll give you what we've been doing. That's been okay. working quite well. I think there's you have to be careful with extremes. Like you don't want to just send people loads and loads of emails. Right. And just just you know just just kind of get to the point sometimes with what it is that you're actually doing. And at the same time, you just you don't want to just send them one email or two emails and say, hey, thanks for downloading downloading the guide. And now, would you like to buy this product? It, right. You know, it it kind of doesn't work like that. So the balance that we've found is usually send out three to four emails providing value to them, like genuine value not selling to them mm-hmm. and then there's and then the full for fifth email then you can actually say hey by the way this if you you know f- for us i'll say what we do so we say we teach people how to do social media for free and then we say hey if this seems like too much work and you don't want to do it just so you know we can actually do this for you okay. so we actually sort of present it that way where what we are offering is kind of related to what we were teaching them but they don't have to do that they, they can just you know stay on and get all the free content and learn because the main thing for us is to build up a relationship with people and to help them and provide value yeah. so that that's always the main goal with what we're trying to do and we know that if we provide enough value eventually they'll reach the point where when they need social media or they want to outsource it or they don't want to do it themselves, they'll go to us because of the trust yeah. and relationship with Built. But um, we don't mind when they do that. We, we can be very patient. We've had people that we've generated leads ourselves and they've converted in a few weeks because they want this now. We've had other people that convert in a few years because it's just not the right time for them. And that's right. absolutely fine. Um, so I think you need to be a bit patient when it comes to generating leads and, and waiting for them to convert. I'd say keep focus on providing value. At the same time, let them know what it is that you actually do and how you can help them but you don't want to shove it down their throat so to speak where they right. feel like okay this is too much you know um, yeah. so it's, it's just about being balanced and try to put yourself in their shoes and think if you were them how would you feel if you were receiving these emails and these messages and um and just try to keep it human as well try to be real with people and and don't you know don't don't do something you wouldn't do or you wouldn't like someone doing to yourself yeah I, you know what and that's i'll be honest it's one of the things that 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 drew me to you. There's a million social media <laughs> marketers out there. I'm sure you know. Yeah. Um, but you, you, you really strike me as different. Struck me as different because on, on your website you talk about how you started this company and you guys have some core values that you yeah. that carry throughout the organization. And yeah. you know, in in an industry where everything is numbers and data and conversion yeah. rates and click through <laughs> rates and all that stuff, yeah. um, to 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 know that you have a set of Look, this is, we actually stand for something other yeah. than the revenue. That's exactly. really cool. Where did that? Can Can you tell us about that and where that started? Uh, where that started from? Yeah, I, I think it's it kind of started based on what kind of business do I want to build? Because the thing is, social media is just a platform. It's like a means to an end, right? It's, yeah. it's to help. It's to help your or our clients actually achieve what they want to what they want to do which is usually growing their business and social media maybe might not exist in 10 years in fact you know when we started the company we didn't really do social media we did more seo and other kind of things but essentially it can't come down to what do we really want to do to help people and how do we want to do that mm-hmm. and i think if you have some core values in your business no matter what happens in the future what might change or what new thing might come along as long as you have your core values you'll be able to adapt to mm-hmm. whatever for, you know you know whatever comes along and i think um like you said there's a lot of companies out there that you know all, all they care about is just getting as much money as they can from people yeah. 
and not really providing any value or helping them. So they sort of sell to people on the emotional uh, level and it's kind of like a quick sale, quick money, but then, you know, maybe they don't deliver the results or maybe they don't get the client what they actually wanted. And I think as a long-term business, that doesn't really work. Maybe you can make some quick money, but I don't really think that's a sustainable business. And I think having those brand values just makes you aware of what is the core thing that you're trying to do mm-hmm. so that you always go back to that. So whenever we're creating content, whenever we have marketing material, I always think back to our brand values and what is it that we are actually, what, what is it that we want to do? How do we want to help people and make sure that everything matches up to that? I, th- I think it's very important for, for any business, especially if you're starting out, to actually think about your brand values and, and what is it that you want to stand for and what is it that you want to represent. And that will also help you stand out because most people yeah. haven't done this exercise. Most people, you know, they haven't thought about their brand values. So, um, yes, it's, I'd say it's very, very important. Wow, I love it, man. I appreciate you for uh, for for, take, for taking that stance from from the beginning and, yeah. and keeping it going. And it, it definitely shows in the work you do. So, um, awesome. yeah, I hope everybody. Uh, I'm sure everybody listening can can acknowledge it and appreciate you for it. So, thank you. So, let me ask you. Uh, let's jump back into some social strategy again, real quick. Yeah, go for it. So, we have these lead generation tools, regardless yeah. of the medium we de- that we choose. And we're putting these, we're offering these things yeah. in our Twitter or Facebook, etc. Mm-hmm. At some point, that can also become a bit in your face and overbearing, yeah. probably just as much as offering a sale right away without mm-hmm. cultivating that relationship. What's the yeah. balance that you that you suggest people strike between, you know, maybe putting some some post up, uh, uh, maybe update post or some. Mm-hmm. quotes etc and yeah. how often should they mix in these offers because that can become spammy mm. after a while as well yeah absolutely absolutely so what what you'll notice is that most of the stuff that we send out like 90 98 99 most of what we send out on social media in terms of social media updates um it's actually just providing value to people through content so the time where we actually generate leads it's actually a slightly different strategy than just posting on your social media channel so if someone goes to our social media channels they scroll down they're going to see content content they're going to see guides videos advice all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but when it comes to actually um sort of generating leads and and getting business from your social media channels that's where we use a slightly different strategy rather than just posting social media updates so as an example on facebook and instagram we would do facebook and instagram paid advertising Mm -hmm. to reach out a specific group of people with a specific message and we would generate leads that way and the great thing about for example, just doing Facebook and Instagram ads is you can track how often people see your adverts. So there's this thing on Facebook called a frequency. So if your frequency is too high, um, that means people are seeing your adverts too often. And then that's where we will just stop it or turn it off or change it to something else because you don't want to show the same person the same message again yeah. and again and again. It's just going to get annoying. No, no okay. one wants that. But you can actually track that stuff. So you can make sure that you just get your message once or twice in front of people and that's it. You know, that's not going to be annoying. Okay. So well, let's for clarity, let's clarify this then. So, yeah. as far as the the post updates on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, are you suggesting not to put those offers for free, uh, gated content, meaning the content they would have to opt in to get like that free ebook and stuff? Should we? Mm. Would you suggest that they, for the most part, leaving that out of your feeds and in terms of offering that gated content, the webinars, the ebooks, etc. Should that? Yeah almost should that solely be done through the paid advertising where where's the yeah i I don't think it should be solely just through paid advertising i think Mm -hmm. it's good just to get you know things in front of people but like you said it shouldn't just be the only thing you talk about so in terms of like 
if you had to put a number to it, I would say 80% just, you know, free content, ungated, yeah. let people just consume it. And then 20% maybe your gated stuff. And remember, the gated stuff isn't selling to them. You're still, you know, trying to right. help them. It's just a, a way for you to generate some leads. Uh, but in my experience, if you haven't got a huge audience or maybe you're just starting out, um, even if you post gated content all the time, uh, which I don't recommend you do. But even if you right. did that, it's going to be difficult to get some results because when you post social media updates, the main people that see it are just those that you're already connected to. And right. on top of that, a lot of social media channels like Facebook is a big one. They will limit how many people see your posts unless mm. you pay money. And unfortunately, that that's just how it works <laughs> these days. Yeah. So you need, to, you need to do something to actually get out there in front of new people and build mm. up you know, a presence with people that have never really heard about you before. Uh, and that's kind of what we focus on with the lead generation. But I think there is a, a time and a place to post your gated content. And just, as long as, like you said, you don't, it's not the only thing that you're doing. And the yeah. rule I would say is, is 20% gated, 80% just, just content that people can, can access. Nice. Good. Great info. I appreciate it. So let's go with this then. So people have learned from you up to this point, um, you know, to have something gated that people can get with just by yeah. by uh, design uh, choosing to opt in and and get yeah. that free item. Um, now we're filling our social media feeds with with great value, good content, articles, videos, etc. Yeah. When a question comes to advertising, specifically paid advertising. Yeah. What's uh What's the square one of that conversation? Because you know, I'm sure you get the questions yeah. all the time. Where should I do my paid advertising? It should be Facebook, YouTube, right. Twitter, Instagram. What's going to yeah. get me my best return on invest uh, investment? And uh, what's your what's square one advice? For so that? yeah. Um, okay. There's there's a few different ways you can generate leads. Um, obviously, you have organic and paid. So I'm just going to yeah. speak about paid for now. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to paid advertising, I, I personally think that Facebook and Instagram are the leaders when it comes to that for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one is that the, the Facebook algorithm is, is super smart. It, I, I used to do paid advertising a few years ago, and I've seen how it's getting smarter and smarter. And they just have so much data on people yeah. that sometimes it's a bit scary that they can really <laughs> find out who your target audience is like for example if you have a lead generation campaign on facebook facebook will look at the people that are actually filling in the form and becoming leads they'll notice trends such as their demographics their age what are they interested in and they will automatically optimize your campaign for you to show you uh, to show your advert in front of people that are more likely to convert based on those that have already converted and that's just insane and, and it, yeah. it works really well that they they just do all of that for you so there's things you can do such just split testing and all that kind of stuff to improve the results but facebook want you spending money on their platform so they're doing everything they can to make sure you get results if you use facebook so yeah. um i'd i'd say you know that facebook and remember instagram is owned by facebook yes. so it's kind of the same thing um they're just huge platforms that get great results and also most people are on facebook and and instagram so yep. um you know facebook has over 2 billion users if you compare that to like twitter that has 300 million users i know 300 million is a, a lot but you know compared right. to 2 billion you know it, it just doesn't compare <laughs> facebook is just way way ahead of the game wow now do you see do you see a big um do you see a big disparity between the results between choosing Facebook advertising versus Instagram, even though they're owned by the same entity, are, are the results, the results seems to be very different or yeah, for the most so, part does it bounce out? 
So um, there's a few ways you can do it. You can um, obviously do split testing and compare how Facebook goes against Instagram. That's that's one way. Um, or you can just do on, on uh, Facebook when you do advertising, there's an option where if you're doing lead generation, you can yeah. select to appear on all the different, you know, Facebook and Instagram platforms and their partners and all that kind of stuff. In our experience, whenever we've tested this like nine out of 10 times, we get better results when we um, allow Facebook to show it on all the different platforms. Uh, and that's for a lead generation campaign. If it's a okay. different goal that you're doing, you know, it, it's not always the same. But when you're actually trying to generate leads, it's we found that it's usually better just to let Facebook decide where to show it, if whether it should show it on Instagram or on one of their partners yeah. or on Facebook. Uh, and you usually actually get much a much lower cost per click as a result of of doing that. But like all things, yeah. you have to test it. If you yeah. don't test it, you're never gonna know for sure. Um, yeah. What's an example of a different goal that that you'd be referring to in case somebody's wondering so versus yeah. versus lead generation? What's something yeah. different that it may not lead to the same result? So um, one of the things that we've also done is maybe getting more awareness so that people okay. actually know who you are and that you exist. So a, a really quick example of how that could work is you could have a campaign on Facebook. You could have a video on Facebook and you can have a campaign with the goal to get more video views. So okay. Facebook right now is just so hot with video. They love video. They're yeah. competing against YouTube. They want to just destroy YouTube. But <laughs> what that means for you is that if you have video, Facebook is going to do as much as they can to promote your video. Okay. So right now you can get a lot of views, video views on Facebook much cheaper than, than YouTube. So mm. what you can do is set up a Facebook campaign to get more views uh, for your video. And that's a great way to build up more awareness, build up more trust, get more people knowing who you are. And then the, the smart way that you can then leverage that is you can actually then do another campaign on Facebook retargeting those that watch the video. So you can say to Facebook, Brilliant. everyone that's watched the whole video or maybe 50% of the video, I want them to see this lead generation offer. Okay. And that's a really smart way to actually get lots more leads, but targeted leads, only those that have watched the video will see that. So it's, got, it's still gonna be a bit cheaper because it's not gonna go out, go out to everyone. Uh, but at the same time, that's kind of how you can leverage, you know, different campaigns and goals within Facebook to get to get you some great results. But again, you just got to test it, see what works and, and, and yeah. see what happens. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, I got a feeling you probably already answered this question. So but it's going to happen to somebody. Somebody's going to go to Facebook and say, you know what? Yeah. I haven't tried this yet. So I'm going to plunk down. You know, I'm going to budget myself and start mm -hmm. giving this Facebook advertising a shot. And they're going to get to that question of am yeah. I going to do a video ad or am I going to do yeah. an image based ad? Um, what's your take on that and what have you been seeing lately? Because I'm sure it's it's yeah. going to evolve over time, but uh, as of right yeah. now, what are you seeing? It, it's a really tough one to say. Um, we've we've got clients that they, they're getting much better results on video. We've got other clients that are getting better results of images. Uh -huh. uh, it really is difficult to say. Um, the, what we normally do, just to maybe give give you know some of your listeners some guidance, is we normally set up one campaign with uh, maybe, you know, one group of people that we're targeting and then we test a video ad against an image or we test two different images so um, you can set up one campaign and have one variable that's different and then okay. see what what one is better and then once you know what one's better you can test that variable against another variable okay. so it's just a constant process of testing and seeing what what works better but it is a bit difficult to say what one will work better because it's it's different for every industry and, and type of business yeah. yeah okay so so you would target depending on well once once a listener chooses a target audience based yeah. on whatever factors they choose, yeah. then you would have you would suggest testing out a video campaign um, with that target audience, and then 
would you stop the one video campaign and then start the next or would you do them consecutively and just see what the results are yeah so we'd normally do them at, at the same time just okay. to see what, what kind of results you get and again it also depends on the client's budget do they have budget to run two of yeah. them con consecutively um if not then you just do one one month and one another month it's going to take a bit more time to get the results but okay. you know again you have to play around with how much budget do you have how much time do you have uh, all, all of that kind of stuff and also there's other factors to think about as well because maybe you know may maybe you get more leads through an image-based ad but the quality of leads through a video mm. ad is even better so <laughs> that's just adds a whole other element yeah. into it to make you think about it even more so you know it's, it's not black and white uh, um what, what i say though is a lot of people get scared and they don't do anything because they, they just don't know what to do or there's too yeah. many factors and and i'd say don't let that hold you back just get out there and do something and then mm. you can always work on improving it in in the future Brilliant. And this is why you have clients, because you can really get down the rabbit hole of all these variables, all these options yeah. and trying different things. Um, yeah. Ashley, there's so much there's so much great info you give. And I, I, I'm blown away. I'm sure everybody's sitting there going, holy geez, I got to listen to this yeah. episode again and write this stuff down. Um, but uh, let me ask let me ask one other question as a follow up to that. What's a yeah. fair amount of time that you would tell someone? To, to give a campaign or if they're testing video or testing an image ad, yeah. what's a fair amount of time frame before they can even, you know, say that they have a real opinion about how yeah. things are working? Is it a few days? Is it a few weeks, a few months? Yeah. Now, that, that's a fantastic question. Um, the timing isn't as important as how many people do you get in front of? Because if you have a, a, a big budget, you okay. can get in front of a lot of people quite quickly in just a few weeks. If you have a smaller budget, it might take you more time to get in front mm -hmm. of people. So what you need to look at is how many people is your advert being shown in front of okay. and then work out based on those numbers, um, you know, what one is performing better. As a minimum, you should be looking at reaching out um, you know, getting in front of at least five to 10,000 people to really okay. have a good indication as to how well this is going. Uh, but it does depend again on some industries. We, we've targeted very, very specific industries where mm -hmm. getting five to 10,000 people, even with the highest budget in the world, is just not that possible because there's not the, that, that many people using um, those channels just because it's a very, very specific uh, sort of industry. So it might take okay. a bit more time to build up to those numbers. But what I would say is don't focus too much on the time that you run the campaign focus on how many people you're reaching out and getting in front of and once you get you know over five thousand at least um then see then look at the you know the different uh you know variables that you've tested against and see what performs better great great all right one last follow-up question because we could do Go this for, for hours man <laughs> i um, love it <laughs> let me ask you this because i know yeah. somebody has this question probably a bunch of people have this question yeah what's a what's a uh what's a good starting point for a daily budget for and the, mm -hmm. we're we're going to just talk about Facebook ads at this point because that seems to be the the, the lead uh, the leader by far right now. What's a good starting point if somebody says, "All right, I'm going to try twenty dollars a day, five dollars a day, fifty dollars a day." What's a good starting point? Because I'm sure there's a point where it's too much to start with or too little. What's your take yeah. on that? So we always recommend clients when they're just starting out to actually start off with a low budget to mm -hmm. begin with and then test and see what kind of results they get. And then as they see what kind of results they get, then 
they can scale up. Okay. But if you spend all your money straight away, uh, it's very dangerous because you, you usually don't have much data and you don't know what will perform better. So mm -hmm. we normally recommend a low budget. And just to give you some numbers, what is a low budget? Right. Um, we are looking at, you know, as, as a minimum, around 5 to $10 a day is, is okay. a good starting point. Um, you know, you can go higher than that, but I wouldn't go much higher than that, at least not initially, until you've got more data on how people are responding to your message. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't think it's as expensive as a lot of people think. I know there's people spending thousands and thousands yeah. each month on Facebook ads. That's great. And you can do that. But only once you have the data to back mm -hmm. up that spending thousands is going to you know, result in thousands more than what you're spending. So right. it takes a while to build up that data and, and to work out your ROI and all that stuff. So start off small and then just work your way up. We're going to assume that some of the people listening, thanks to you, are going to find some winning ads out there. What's your what, what's your thirty second take on how quickly should they scale up? Because I'm sure once they find a winner, they're going to say, you know what, I'm get, people are responding to this ad. I'm getting leads. I'm getting opt-ins. Um, of course, if it's if they're at five dollars a day and they're getting some good yeah. results, they're going to want to jump that up. Is there a is there a way to safely throttle that up? Yeah, so you want to also look not just at how many leads you're generating, but how well those leads are converting as well. Mm -hmm. um, because if they're not converting uh, quite quickly, because some industries that we work with, it can take them, you know, months or maybe even sometimes years for people to convert from a lead to an actual paying customer. So um, with them, they usually tend to take it a bit slower because mm -hmm. even though they could scale up their leads, because it takes them a while to convert those leads, it's going to take them a while to get the, the return on their investment. So yes you know, they're not so much interested in, in just scaling up and just getting as many leads as possible because it takes a while to convert those leads. Whereas if you're in an industry where you can convert them much quicker, uh, that's usually if you sell something, usually lower price, uh, like a lower, yeah, something that's lower priced, it's yeah. usually quicker to convert people. Um, then as soon as you're making, you know, money back on what you're spending on Facebook, then yeah, absolutely. You can scale it up, you know, as, as quickly as you like, or as quickly as you can afford to, mm -hmm. um, to, to get that, that result. But I would just make sure that before you scale it up, you are actually getting money back. So because Getting leads, again, doesn't equal sales. You need to make sure that you're getting sales, not just leads. And sometimes um, what I've seen other people do in the past is that they've scaled up their campaign um, and they've generated lots and lots of leads, but they didn't have a system to follow up with those leads and they didn't have a good system to convert those leads and they ended up wasting a lot of money mm -hmm. just because they didn't have that lead conversion system as, as good as it could be. So you want to start slow, test it out, make sure you have all the systems set up. Mm -hmm. Once you've got a system that works and you're converting your leads and you can work out how much you need to spend to convert your leads, then you can work out how much you can spend to, to scale up. So that, that's all I just keep in mind. Yeah. Brilliant. So don't, so don't, so don't base your, your increase in daily ad spend based on the leads you're getting, but wait and see, wait yeah. until you actually see how many of those leads are converting and then yeah. make that decision to scale up. That's brilliant exactly. advice. Exactly. Yeah. Ashley, Ashley can't thank you enough. I almost am going to feel guilty for putting you on the hot seat, but this is a virtual <laughs> mastermind for, for business and life. So I got to fire off these four questions at you. It. I feel like I'm just draining you of as much as information as <laughs> I, I, I can love it, man. I love to it. give everybody, but uh, we appreciate yeah. you. All right. Question number one, what's a challenge yeah. that you've had lately, a business related challenge that you've either recently gone through or you're working through right now? And how are you How'd you figure it out or how are you figuring it out right now? Yeah, so, so one of the challenges I've had recently is with time management. Like mm. you get a point where you just get so many, uh, you know, so many leads and, and clients and it's just hard to work not just helping the clients but also work on your business as well so yeah. 
going back uh, earlier this year, there was a point where I was just spending most of my time just helping clients. And then I started to neglect my own business yeah. and I wasn't working as much on my own business. That was a, a big challenge for me to, to overcome. Uh, one of the things I've done recently to help me overcome that is actually just, just have a schedule and stick to a schedule that really works. So now, for example, um, I only take calls Monday to Wednesday. So I, I do all my sales calls, my client calls Monday to Wednesday. Thursday and Friday, I'm just working on the business. I'm working on creating content, generating leads, converting those leads, all of that kind of stuff. Um, before, it was kind of all over the place. Yeah. And I never had a system. And like, it, it wasn't organized. But I think... Um, you, you know, a lot of people listening to this might find that they spend so much time helping their clients, but you have to have to dedicate time working on your own business. Otherwise, it's not going to grow. And um, yeah, that, that's just something you just want to be aware of and make sure you do dedicate that time to do that. Brilliant advice. I know we I'm sure we can all learn from that because it does yeah. <clears throat> when there's so many things going on and especially for there's so many, you know, one person shows out there. Yeah. So to make sure you have a schedule and stick to it so you don't get lost yeah. Uh, get lost in the shuffle that's that's brilliant advice Um, let's turn the lens the other way what's something that's really working right now and that can be in business or your personal life what's what's lighting you up and saying has you wanting to tell people about it (laughs) um well i would say social media but that's that's a bit (laughs) obvious isn't it so um I mean, I know we've spoken a lot about this, but really, like Facebook and Instagram is just is just crazy, get, yeah. getting crazy results lately. I mean, um, I know I mentioned earlier about getting uh, results and leads through organic social media and paid social media. Yes. Uh, I, I just want to mention that we, we get a lot of people coming to us who are just starting out and they don't have a lot of you know money and budget to spend on Facebook ads. And then you do have to sort of do it the organic way uh, yeah. and just spend your time. Uh, getting some results so you know we've figured out some really cool ways that you can actually get leads without spending any money on paid ads using channels like linkedin and twitter and i'd say that's great a great starting point for a lot of people that are just starting their business and they just want to do things you know spending as little as possible just spend their time going out there reaching out to people Mm -hmm. and um, you know, that is something that excites me because I haven't seen a lot of people doing it. Most people are just talking about paid ads, paid ads, paid ads, which is which is great. But if you don't have the money to spend on paid ads, how can you grow your business? You know, yeah. you have to do it a slightly different way. Maybe you have to think outside of the box, so, so to speak. So um, something that excites me is actually the organic stuff as well as the paid stuff. So using channels like Twitter and LinkedIn, which are really underused these days, but mm-hmm. you can actually get some really good results. Now, obviously scaling up and growing and you know the potential to go huge facebook and instagram are those channels but again if you're thinking about just starting out you know don't don't forget about channels like twitter and linkedin where you can get some great results um, organically brilliant nice well i appreciate it man you you even in your answers on the hot seat you're still giving some great <laughs> advice so I, I, I appreciate it so what's uh third question is what's next on for you on your horizon what's exciting you um, what's the next evolution of Skyline Social? For so, you? yeah, that's that's a good question. And um, I'm really actually excited to share this because I think this could be huge in the future. It is about Facebook. But you know how these days a lot of people, um, you know, they use email marketing to follow up with people. Now, what you can now do is you can follow up with people using Facebook Messenger, using Messenger apps. Yes. 
and that's a complete um, game changer. We've been testing it out, and we've been getting open rates of over ninety percent to to the messages on on Facebook Messenger. So okay. when you compare that to email, which is like maybe twenty thirty percent open your emails on Facebook Messenger, we're getting higher engagement, higher open rates. Um, we're starting conversations with people now. Obviously, Facebook Messenger is it's a little bit more intrusive than email, right? So you have yes. to be careful how you do it. You don't want to annoy people and spam people, but there is a, a right way to do it where you can really get some great results and i think you know i don't think you know messenger or anything like that is going to take over email but mm -hmm. i think it's a serious competitor to to email. i think um, you know this is just going to grow uh, a, a lot more and especially if you're you know I, I guess if you're in one of those industries where people are just receiving so many emails all the time people get tired of looking at their yeah. emails sometimes yeah. and now this is something fresh and a new way to communicate and reach out to people you know i don't know what's going to happen in the future if this will take off or it won't but it's something that i'm really looking into because uh, you know, if it does take off, this could be huge for a yeah. lot of businesses. So wow. that's maybe just worth keeping in mind, you know, <laughs> for the yeah. I love it. I love it. All right, and finally, the most important question is, is, and I'm sure people want to know, how can people reach out to you and catch up to you at Skyline Social and get more information like this? Because it's it's staggering how much just great content you have to share with people and help them scale and grow their business, regardless, regardless of yeah. what end of the spectrum they're at in terms of looking to grow organically or growing by spending yeah. a ton of money on paid, ad, paid ads, I know you're the place to go. So how can they find you? So um, probably the best place to start because you'll get access to everything like our videos, our blogs, all that stuff is, is our website, skylinesocial.com. Um, and if you go to skylinesocial.com forward slash learn, uh, what, what, what I'll have is, a, a, I'm still setting this up, but I'm gonna, by the time you listen to this, I'll have a page where you can actually sign up to a course, uh, a beginner's course to social media and content marketing. It's completely free to join, and wow. you'll be able to go through everything you need to know if you're just starting out in using social media to generate leads and convert your leads into customers. You can just go through that course, get access to all the information, and start implementing it to you know in your business. And what, what I love doing is just giving away this information for free because you know we make our money back once people have already used all this information to grow their business and they don't have the time to do it themselves that's where we step in and we can say hey we can do it for you we'll save you the time we'll save you the hassle we do it for you but you know before you get to that stage you're going to have yeah. to start somewhere so we just want to help people get to that stage and that's why we have you know free courses and blogs and videos yeah. and all that kind of stuff so uh, wow. yeah skylandsocial.com slash learn uh, you'll be able to access it there gosh Ash ashley to say thank you is, is a complete understatement and uh, and before before we wrap this up, I just I want to take a second to make sure I recognize you for, you know, just doing something amazing like your journey from being a literally a kid yeah. dabbling in video game websites and building up to the point where you you turned it into your first sale of a website and then taking that and building a company that are based on some some real tangible values to make sure you're actually helping people mm. and helping human beings grow their yeah. businesses and take care of their families and support their friends. Um, you know, I know, so like we mentioned earlier, social media can seem so impersonal. Yeah. But the impact it can actually have in people's daily lives because of how it can grow their mm. grow their presence and their interest industry and make an impact. Um, yeah. It's really meaningful stuff, and I think you of all people should be recognized for for your role in helping people do that. And because it's as crazy as it sounds, you're you're literally impacting people's lives by 
teaching this stuff and, and giving so much of yourself to it. So we appreciate yeah. you for it. My, my pleasure. Always happy to help. <laughs> yeah, great. I will make sure, um, obviously, everybody listening to this episode, if you go straight over to AaronKeithHawkins.com, uh, just type in the search bar, Ashley. It's A-S-H-L-E-Y. Is that correct? Yep, that's all right. right. All right. I, I was yep. going to give you a chance to, fig- to correct me <laughs> if I spelled it wrong. Type yeah, no, Ashley in the search bar, and you'll find, uh, it'll take you right to the link to this episode, and you can get a link directly to his website, to his free course, to all his social media links. And uh, please take advantage. And trust me, I can tell you he has so many amazing articles. We can go down a big rabbit hole if I started (laughs) talking about all of them. There's a ton of great content. So if you're listening, you're probably interested in helping, uh, getting some help in growing your business through social media. That's the place to go. Ashley, thanks so much for your time. We're definitely going to talk to you. Uh, anytime. We're, I, I'm, I'm going to call it now. We're going to have a part two of this uh, one day soon. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, social definitely. media keeps growing, and I'm yeah. sure you'll. Uh, we'd love to have you back to update us on some new things in a while. So yeah. thanks again for your time. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Aaron. I appreciate right, we'll talk it. To you. Cheers. Thank you so much for stopping by and joining me in another episode of Unbreakable Success. Please make sure you stop by Ashley's website at skylinesocial.com and give him a big thank you for coming by Unbreakable Success and sharing so much information. I'm still I'm still taken back by how much he gave us. He's just he's just one of those people that are just generous with their time and generous with their information and I definitely think you probably agree with me when I say that I'm very grateful for him. So stop by Ashley's site, give him a thank you. And I'm going to say this again, I've I've been doing this for the past few weeks and I'm going to keep doing it until I get booked out for at least a few months. But I'm giving away a free coaching, one-on-one coaching session with me. And as I've said before, the former Google CEO, Eric Schmidt, said one of the best pieces of advice he ever got was to get a coach. And I concur with that sentiment. One of the best things I've done for my life and career is to to get coaching and, and to get a mentor that can really see the things that I don't see because, you know, I'm in it. And I'm sure you're in the same boat. You know, when you're going through life, sometimes we don't realize it, but we have blind spots. And I'd be honored to help you and support you on your entrepreneurial and your life journey. So if you were ever, if you've ever considered, even if it's just right now, considered getting coaching on in your business, your relationships, any, any context of your life, Take me up on this offer at AaronKeithHawkins.com and just hit the contact tab to drop me a line. Let me know that you're all in and committed and let me know what it is you would like to improve or that you would just like to explore and I'd be happy to support you. So AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash contact and I will be in touch with you. As always, I can't wait for the opportunity to speak with you again. Thanks so much for coming by. And until next time, please take care of yourself, take care of each other, and keep on creating the best life of your life. Love you all, and I'll talk to you soon.